0: as health and wellness providers we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own that's why i've started the wellness center creators podcast i'll be bringing you interviews with experts tips tricks secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. We are here with episode five of the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. It's so good to be with you wherever you are listening from. Before we get started today, I want to thank Jane, our show sponsor, Jane is a complete practice management software that can help you navigate your practices day-to-day with ease and flexibility. With Jane, I've been able to manage my practice with their helpful admin schedule, their client-friendly online booking, and by taking advantage of their easy charting system when I'm one-on-one with my clients. Jane has also helped me grow my practice. I've saved time doing admin work. I've automated processes like intake forms and session reminders, and in turn, I can spend more time helping my clients. If what I'm saying is clicking for you, head on over to jane.app to explore more of Jane's features and see if they could be a good fit. You can also mention the Wellness Center Creators podcast at the time of sign-up for a one month grace period if you know you're ready to get started with Jane. Welcome back, everyone. We have Emily Wishel with us today. Welcome. We're so glad to have you. So Emily is an embodiment coach, certified rolfer, and art of feminine presence teacher. And she really knows what it's like to feel insecure and ashamed in her body. Because of her own story, Emily is passionate about supporting women through the path from disliking their body to loving their body. When you're not comfortable in your body, it affects everything, as we all know, your confidence, career, relationships. Emily feels passionately about helping women feel more empowered and at ease in their body. So welcome, Emily. Thank you, Kendall. Happy to be here. (laughs) So tell us about your business. Uh, How do you help people?
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like that's so big, but I I can be specific. Um, It's not too broad. Yeah. So, my my work is focused primarily with women, people who identify primarily with with female, as female. And I support uh, women. They have three different ways of working with clients for people who are local in Colorado, or sometimes I do have people who. Boulder in Colorado in general is a beautiful place to visit. So I do have people who will maybe be coming out here anyway, or maybe plan a vacation. And so I do in-person, hands-on manual work, and that's my raw thing work, which I will share a little bit more about here in a little bit. Um, I also work one-on-one with women in a 12-week program called "Releasing Body Shame," and so that's really geared for women who are looking for a higher level of support. And like you shared a little bit in my bio my work really comes from a lot of my own story and then you know the trainings that I've done and to support me that have interested me but the releasing body shame program is really for women who are done with the story of feeling like the main loop or story in their subconscious or in their mind that's going through the day is do I look fat in this or you know do these genes you know look okay feeling like they constantly maybe i should diet or constantly thinking about food or their mind is pre more or less their mind is being preoccupied with thoughts of how they need to change or fix their body or change or fix you know their diet their eating movement and so in that program we really dive deep and really work on going into where is the shame coming from how do we release that it's very much, my, you know, call myself an embodiment coach because we are working with the body. Even, you know, those are all over the, the phone and they're not even video, but I can really connect and do energetically my, my client's bodies. And we're locating where these different emotions are stored, where these old limiting beliefs are stored in the tissue. And then we're actually releasing and moving through them. And then I have a group coaching program as well called body love and that's 12 weeks. And that's for women as well. So I guess my I just went into the offerings because that's the simplest <laughs> sure. way it seems to share the, from the question of what what is your work, but it's really all of them are really my, my overarching focus is to what is it like to, when we're really in our body? What is it like when we really inhabit our body and live from that place? For me, it was the key in really learning to love my body exactly as my body is, not needing to love myself more when I lose the five pounds or when the cellulite's not there, when my butt has the lift or whatever story may may be and being able to be gentler with myself, which in turn has allows me and then the clients I work with to be gentler with in their relationships and how they show up with their life. And also, you know, when we're not that preoccupied with the thoughts constantly around our body frees up so much more energy For us to really tap into our potential and to be doing much greater work and service in the world,
0: that's beautiful. And is that really the outcome that you see in your work with with women? That you know they go through the group coaching or they go through your work together, and at the other side, sort of, what's your favorite part that when you see that shift in them, right? What's the difference at the end?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is there's this softening. That happens. And I think that the first, I mean, that's like the first like start that I see of like, oh, the, the transformation's beginning, where there's a softening in their energy of when we connect, they're more open, there's more receptiveness. And I really do believe when we are more open, when we're in more in that receptive place we're actually inviting in more of what it is we desire in our lives, right? So whether that be enhancing or amplifying a relationship that already exists, or maybe it's a relationship we don't have yet, whether that be friendships, romantic partnership, more community outreach. um, When we feel more comfortable in our skin, more confident in our skin, you are naturally also more magnetic. And so those experiences start to show up and seeming in sometimes a way of like, oh, it was like magical or it was a coincidence. And I'm always like, it's not, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things at the end of the program is just women feeling, you know, I remember a client texting me once and just like, I think she was going out on a date and that, you know, typically was a time that getting dressed for a date was really stressful. Of uh, Does this make me look fat or how do I look in this? And yes, you maybe will change a few dresses. You want to feel good, but it's, I think it's, different from, oh, I'm changing a few dresses of like, how do I feel in this? Meaning like, does this make me dance or feel vibrant? Versus when we're trying on multiple outfits more from the place of like, oh, this makes me look fat. Oh, this makes me look, you know, it might seem externally a little similar, but it's very different. And mm-hmm. she shared that she wasn't, you know, even in, in the date, like so much as normally her energy would be more on, oh, what is he thinking about me? And do I look okay? Or am I eating okay? And it was more, on, how do I feel about him? And how am I feeling right now? And mm. it was such a beautiful message to receive just because it can serve so much energy. You can feel the softening and that. And her experience was on her and how she was feeling and how she felt in relationship to him and not trying to manage herself in a way that she thought maybe would get his approval or acceptance. Yeah. 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 And I think that that you know can apply in a much broader way. And I see in a much broader way, but that's a small example.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so what are the some of the most common fears about the path to loving your body?
1: So in in my book, I think in the first chapter or two, I actually go a little bit deeper into the common fears I see when clients first coming in. And one I think is common as far as like if I really just start to love myself or a big way that I teach is really being gentle with ourselves and gentle with our bodies. And for many of us who, you know, if you're raised in the 90s, if you're raised in the United States, like diet culture is shoved down our throat. We're like, holy, you know, like I it's scary to be gentle or to let yourself eat what you're craving because we have been conditioned to restrict and to count calories and to control and. I think a fear is, well, I'm just going to balloon the opposite spectrum or the fear is I might gain weight or I might just totally spiral out of control. So that's, I think, a big common fear that that comes up for sure is around being gentle with ourselves instead of being rigid and harsh. I think another big fear is actually believing that it's isn't nothing's going to help because so many of my clients have tried so many things in the past. And I want to clarify, you know, my work is not by any means geared around losing weight or ending up at the end of the journey of loving your body. Then you're finally going to be thin. It's not at all about the number on the scale. It's more important about how we feel about ourselves, how we feel in our skin. And then, you know, what are our actions that are inspired from that place not for, not those actions coming from a place of I'm going to do this action because I'll lose weight because it'll help me fit. And instead, it's doing this action because it feels good, because it lights me up, because I know it'll help me feel good. But I think that those are a couple of big ones of like, the, also that, that fear of that cycle never ending. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: What really inspired you to write this book? You mentioned your book a little bit. Do you want to talk a little more about that? What inspired you to write a book about body image and acceptance in the first place?
1: Yeah. So I don't know if I said the title. The title It's Radical Embodiment, A Practical Guide to Celebrating the Skin You're In. And what really inspired me to write the book is, I mean, I always, I I think people who, what I hear is people know the books in them. And part of what propelled it was actually COVID and having a little bit of a pause in life and reflection time and really realizing with to help bring together more cohesiveness, even in the work I do. The book made sense, but that's not why it came. The book really is I share a lot of my own personal story in it and how I came through in my own journey from honestly like most of my day being in really intense anxiety around my body and what, what others were thinking about my body and the paralyzing belief that I was not enough because of the way mm. my body looked and how that impacted me from really showing up for what I wanted in life and showing up in relationships, friendships, my community and ending up, you know, kind of stuck in my old pattern or, you know, just going home after work and, you know, wanting to go to an event, but the anxiety was so strong that you know, sometimes I might drive there. And I'd make it to the event and then I'd be like, Oh, I'm three minutes late. Okay. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to go home. Like any Mm. excuse. And because I know firsthand, like how terrible that feels. And I also know on this other side, and again, it's not a linear journey Our healing and growth process isn't linear. I know mean, you know this, Kindle. Um, I always like to just name that for people because I think sometimes our brain thinks, oh, okay, I'll feel better and then I'll feel better. Of course, you know, I'm a I'm human and I'll have thoughts or days where I'm like, oh, my tummy feels big or this happened, you know, and Ooh, it triggers that old belief. But By no means is it the paralyzing or the high anxiety. Like I feel so much more freedom. Like I actually experience pleasure in my body every day. And Mm. I think when we think pleasure in our body, we only think sexual pleasure. But there's so much more to the scope of pleasure. Sexual pleasure is amazing. That's a huge component. But also just receiving pleasure and like touching my skin and looking at my body and movement and exercise for me is a form of experiencing pleasure. Whereas most of my life historically, you know, I'd go to the YMCA in high school before class because I wanted to punish my body because I wanted to, you know, I needed to burn 500 calories before 7am because that meant something good about me. And I feel really enlivened. That's That's really what propelled the book and working with clients as far as not only, you know, myself getting through this journey, but then the women I've supported and seeing I mean, it's, it feels amazing to get to support women in this way. And I'm continuously moved by how we're not alone in this journey. You know, yeah. I think most of us as women in the United States and then sure multiple other countries as well, but speak specifically to this in our society and our culture, unfortunately have had our own stories around body image, around food and, I feel really strongly about shifting that narrative, shifting the narrative of being made to feel wrong or weak or less than. And um, w- how do we actually come into our power? And that for us is, is, is to come into our body. And so that's really why the book comes so I could reach more people. And mm-hmm. I take readers through it, my seven-step process that I take clients through so, every chapter there's a practice, the practices are cumulative. So, you're really given as a reader takeaway tangible tools to support you as you are in life, as you are in your triggers, to really help to bust some of those limiting beliefs that keep you stuck more in that vicious cycle of feeling disdain towards your body, feeling disdain towards yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just sounds like such an amazing resource and so needed. And, you know, as as a therapist, I definitely experience how how common these feelings are for women and and for people. Um, Yes, yes. Not just women by any mm -hmm. means. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just grateful to have met you and to know that this resource exists. I think it's going to impact so many people and so I'd love to know how can our listeners find your book and take advantage of this offering?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I just even want to say yes and like even if, you know, a person doesn't identify as being female. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. My intention with the book, and I even say it in the beginning, is I really hope readers will take it into their own perspective and I still think they can gain a lot. And what I just also just appreciate you having me on here, Kendall, because I think it's so important to be having these conversations um, mm-hmm. and to be voicing these insecurities or these thoughts because I found so much power even in the group work, the coaching work I do. One of the biggest things I love about that is the community that's created of each cohort of women
0: mm-hmm. where...
1: I think almost some of the most profound healing that happens in that group is just the women hearing the other women share their stories and how they relate and can resonate. And, like, oh, wow, that's not just me that has that thought when I'm doing this. Or, oh, wow, look at her. You know, she's so, like, you might think, oh, she's so beautiful or this, but she has those thoughts too. So it can just help unwind some of those preconceived wirings. But to find the book, it will be up on Amazon book name again is radical embodiment, practical guide to celebrating the skin you're in. I'm sure there will be links to everything.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: um, you can go to my website and then you can also look, figure out my websites, wishallwellness.com. So it's W I S H A L L wellness.com. And that'll have a lot more information. Um, I'm putting together more of a free online community as well. So we can further this conversation as I said, that's where I've seen a lot of the power. And so I want to create a space that's really safe where people can come and share some of their stories. I'll be sharing, you know, different embodiment tips and suggestions. So um, that will be hosted on the Mighty Network. It's called Body Love. But some of the little finite pieces of it might be changing with time. So if you go to my website, you can figure out the
0: latest up-to-date information on the free online community as well. Wonderful. And then you had, uh, we'd spoken earlier, you have a free guided practice that you wanted to do as a giveaway?
1: I do. So I have a practice, I think it's just under 20 minutes. It's called Find Peace in Your Body Now. And so that's a great, um, I think, introduction if somebody's new to the world of embodiment, or even the idea of loving or accepting your body seems so far out of reach, or even feeling peace in your body, if you're in chronic pain, if you are really strong in anxiety loop, whatever it may be. It's a great starter practice to just get a taste of what it can feel like to actually come into your body instead of just thinking about being in your body and begin to slow that resistance train um, to feel a little bit of peace in the in the moment. Yeah, so it's a great. So you can download that on my website. It's um, wishawellness dot and then it's, it's forward slash find peace in your body.
0: Wonderful. And we'll, we'll share the link as well. So people can grab that.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Emily.
1: Thank you, Kendall. I'm so honored and grateful. Thank you for having me. This was so fast, so easy. (laughs) Uh, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to share. And I hope that, you know, for any listeners out there that this was worthwhile or inspired you to If anything, uh, my intention would be you to take just a gentle step of action. You know, the action being to be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Mm.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. By the way, I love hearing from listeners. Please send me an email at Kendall, K E N D A L L, at wellnesscentercreators.com with your feedback. And if you send me a question, maybe I'll read it on the show, anonymously, of course. Thanks so much again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast.